Okay, good afternoon, good evening, good morning, wherever you are in the world. I could potentially have some international listeners. I don't know yet, but I might. Episode 6, welcome to episode 6. This is a interesting setup because it is episode 6 and it's also a vlog, an audio vlog style documentary of my six-day water fast that I officially completed about six days now. Uh, well, tomorrow would be the sixth day that I've actually officially out of it. Uh, look, uh, this is this is a pretty just raw account of my six-day water fast. I vlogged, uh, audio vlogged every day. And yeah, I just shared what I was going through and, and some of the feelings that I was processing, also some of the insights that I had, my time in the mountains, my solar retreat that I organized during this period. I mean, yeah, it's it's a cool little account, in my opinion, of a six-day fast. I've put some music behind some of my uh, audio reflections that's purely because I'm just testing something out. And also, I definitely don't sound as chirpy and as alive as I sound now <laughs> during this process. Uh, I wanted to keep it real. I wanted to keep it relevant. And I also like the the flavor of the music behind. So I hope you enjoy. If you do, uh, share it. And uh, uh, yeah, I just... Yeah, I, there's some really great insights inside of this podcast, whether you're doing a six-day fast, whether you're doing anything uh, in your life that requires a internal lens on life, an internal reflection, a slowing down, whatever it is, um, I feel like you'll get something out of this. Now, the audio quality isn't exactly as crisp and sharp as what you're hearing it right now because I'm currently on a much better microphone and I was recording it through my AirPods and headphones most of the time, in fact, the whole time. And it's not too bad, uh, definitely still okay. But yeah, just be conscious of the audio. It sounds a little bit different. Lots of love, fam. I hope you get something from this. No doubt you will enjoy be inspired, transform your life, and I hope you enjoy. Bye. Hello, hello. We have officially started the vlog, the audio vlog. So if you are tuning in, yeah, I think you're going to get a pretty raw, uncensored uh, style of vlog. And I know there'll be some value in it. There'll be definitely some value in it for me and I really hope for you as well just to yeah, start thinking about cleansing, start thinking about fasting, start thinking about creating some time and space on your own. So yeah, it's the first time I'm doing this fast without black coffee. Um, I'm excited about it. I've really got really good energy. Today I'm feeling quite um, congested, a little bit tired. Uh, I do want to say that 
during this process, I am listening to a book called The Transformational Power of Fasting. And what I'm doing is as I go through this process, I'm also consuming information and knowledge with the steps that I'm currently taking. And that is going to help rewire the patterns in my brain. Because when you add or when I add like knowledge, knowledge is power. You would have heard of that before. Right? When I add knowledge to this process, I'm strengthening my neural pathways. I'm saying to my brain, no, 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 hold on. We've got benefits here. We've got benefits here. This is why we're doing it. It's like a process to constantly remind myself that I'm doing it. And I think, you know, not having the knowledge definitely can do it um, for sure. But it's something that I've chosen to do because I'm a little bit nervous, um, around this process and I know it's going to be a big one not just physically emotionally but definitely spiritually and I want to I, I want to actually have some knowledge to lean in on and to really get inspired by that's the whole point there to be inspired by what I'm doing as I'm doing it I leave to the mountains on Wednesday so you know I've got a couple of days to just stay in Sydney and you know I'm going to keep the activity very low I'm about to just go to the ocean jump in the ocean have a little stretch and keep it low key drink lots of water today I've got my Celtic sea salt in the water just salt in the water um, that's it hey lots of love peeps this is officially vlog one and yeah if you come on this journey hey thanks and just want to inspire you Everything that I do, I really feel is just for me to serve at a higher level for everyone around me. So, yeah, like, just don't look at me and pedestal me and be like, oh, he's doing a six-day fast. I can never do that. Take your version of whatever that is. Take the smallest step that you can to, to go and cleanse, to go and purify, to spend some time alone in the mountains or the, or the whatever. It doesn't matter. To empower yourself with some more knowledge. Right, to break away from the current patterns of the news and the negativity and all the bullshit that's like just in our faces all the time. So, yeah, peace out, lots of love, and I'll keep vlogging. Bye. Okay, we are officially vlog number two. It is 6.45 a.m. in the morning. Uh, it's a Monday. I'm now about 40, I'm just over 40 hours in this fast and oh shit, I can definitely tell you that some things have changed um, and looking back at my prep for this fast, I I would have done things already quite differently um, and especially reading this book and listening to this book, I should say, has given me... Uh, more more understanding but also it's shown me that more responsibility needs to be taken with this and and more set up um prior to yeah something that is very big and actually can be hard i mean i know it was going to be hard but not not what i'm feeling right now so Things I change, um, I wouldn't definitely would not have drank coffee on the Saturday, the day that you know I had my last meal. Um, I would have backed off caffeine well and truly uh, two to three weeks before, as recommended. They actually say backing it off 
anywhere from two to ten weeks. So I think three weeks backing off caffeine would have been much better because uh, the last two days I've just had a splitting headache the whole time. Um, joints are sore. Sleep has been pretty ordinary. Woke up at one, woke up at two, woke up at 4.30, you know, actually waking up at 5.30. So, yeah, I'm drinking water. I've probably drank, yesterday I drank maybe four liters, maybe three liters. Um, today I'm going to see if I can drink a little bit more. I feel extremely ordinary. Um, I feel like, like quite swollen and inflamed and I know this is all part of this process. Like I'm reading this book and it's everything that I'm feeling, the nauseousness, the headaches, um, the joint soreness, the irritable sleep, or at least, um, the, the sleep that's quite sporadic. They say on fast, you don't actually need to sleep heaps because your body is pretty much in a permanent, like rested state. You know, not a lot of people are doing six-day water fasts out there, but the concept of fasting is is coming a more to the surface. So, yeah, just thought I'd pop in here to just do a short one, uh, and also explain like why I'm doing a fast. And I'm reading this beautiful book at the moment called "The Transformational Power of Fasting," and I just wanted to read it chapter that encapsulates kind of why I'm doing this and it's not just from the physical detoxification but it really is this healing proponent so a great many amazing things happen in the body during fasting the body as I've said has its own wisdom and it knows a lot about fasting we evolutionary design to fast and the body knows how to do it very well fasting allows the body body to rest, to detoxify and to heal. During this time, the body moves into the same kind of detoxification cycle that it normally enters during sleep. It uses its energy during a fast not for digesting food, but for cleansing the body of accumulated toxins and healing any parts of it that are ill. As a fast progresses, the body consumes everything it can that is not essential to bodily functioning. This includes bacteria, viruses, fibroid tumors, waste products in the blood, any buildup around the joints and stored fat. The result is that the body eliminates its toxin accumulation just as during a fast, the emotional and spiritual bodies eliminate theirs. And although fasting has always been concerned with both spiritual and emotional healing, it has as well been recognized for millennia as one of the most powerful forms of healing for the body and for me I want to enter that space I want to enter the space of detoxification and yes I'm healthy um, and yes I prioritize vitality and well-being and good food and just healthy practices around me however I mean there's nothing like a six-day detoxification that's intentionally done with like good supporting practices and environment. And that's what I've created. So yeah, I'm, I'm starting to feel more excited about it. Um, the energy is not really coming back, but it's like I'm landing more into a comfortable state with my fast. 
I haven't really thought about food that much. Walked past the guy uh, at the gym. He was just had like a beautiful breakfast, like four eggs, avocado, some looked like some really good quality ham. And I was like, oh, damn, like nice breakfast. And I think I just walked off and I was like, huh, I would normally go home and have like something like that, but I'm not. So just little triggers like that um, bring up my awareness around food. I don't, if I really tune in, I actually don't feel hungry. And the last thing I comment on here for this little vlog is I'm in a very somber state. Like, feel extremely calm. Um, just notice I was driving a lot slower than I normally do. I don't have any kind of urges to be like, what am I thinking about with food? Or my mind has got no data on food, no time spent on food. And I'm noticing that there's a lot of there's a lot of emotion and a lot of thought for me in my life tied to food. When am I going to eat? What am I going to eat? How long is it going to take for me to eat it? How long is it going to take for me to prepare it? There's a lot of thinking about food. And I love food. It's it's beautiful and I love thinking about food. But I'm also noticing that there's a huge amount of space left when that's not on the table. Peace out. Catch you on the flip. Bye. Okay, we are back for day three of the six-day water fast. Over the last couple of days, I'm experiencing quite a bit of irritation, just subtle irritation, noticing uh, that the part of me that projects my own judgments onto people, like why they're eating that or how many coffees they've had or um, you know, why is this let being left on the counter? Like just the, ir the subtle irritations of me projecting my own judgments onto others was really up yesterday. But I felt like I had a observer point of view to those feelings and to those thoughts and to those emotions that I hadn't had before. There was a slowness, there was a separation. I'm also very cold. Uh, internally like don't feel so cold but my my external limbs the feet the hands uh, relatively cold one thing that i do want to touch on is something that was very present for me yesterday only when i finished journaling is that i've i have been spending a lot of my mental capacity on exiting the fast how am i going to break the fast what food am i going to have you know when do I need to buy it or um, like I'm just thinking about exiting the fast how long am I on the juices and the soups and the low dairy or the no dairy and the minimal fat like how long am I on that for and that's been taking up a lot of my mental capacity and I thought about this thought and I was like hang on a minute where else do I do this in my life like, where else do I live in the future? I live in the future and not in the present moment. And I was like, whoa, I do this everywhere in my life. Everywhere. And I came up with this very simple protocol for myself, but I, I think it can really help you as well on the other end. If you have a future thought, there are two things that you can do in the present moment. A lot of my future thoughts are 
uh, rooted in anxiety or fear or just overthinking or worry or planning or preparing, anything like that. And this is all good. But when that future thought comes through, there's two options. One, let it go and actually let it go. And two, make a decision to take action in that present moment. Key here, from love. It has to be from love. Not from pain, not from suffering, not from fear, not from self-hatred, not from self-sabotage, but from love. So this is something that I'm noticing. For example, the fast, coming out of the fast, thinking about uh, thinking about what I'm going to eat and, and how many days I want to eat these foods until I start eating normally. So I had that thought. And I ask myself, okay, do I, these thoughts come up for a reason. One, either let it go, or two, create some action in this moment from love to help that thought, to serve that thought. And one of them was just speaking to my mom about it. Hey mom, this is kind of what I want to do. You know, this is what I'm thinking. I'd love to have one of those amazing soups that you make. Um, I want to go lighter on the oils and just speaking and just having a conversation. And therefore it's done. I have now taken the action in the present moment from the future thought that I just had, which was how to break my fast. Talked to my mum about it, had a great conversation. It inspired her to take some, to make some changes in her life. And away I went. Then I came back. Then the thought came up again. I noticed that I, I wanted to search what kind of sprouted bread I wanted to break my fast with. And I, I spent 20 minutes looking at sprouted bread. And I thought to myself, this is not relevant right now. This future thought is not relevant right now. I don't want to take any action. Am I actually going to buy this bread now? No, I don't want to. It's not important. What's important is me coming back into this present moment. So I let go of the thought. And I come back into the present moment. And this cycle was revealed very clearly for me during uh, yesterday's fast, during my fast. What I'm noticing is that I have a deeper awareness going on right now. A much deeper awareness where I can feel my thoughts are rising, I have space. There's space in my mind, my heart's starting to open, I can see I'm softening. And um, I'm really looking at these patterns that have been with me for so long and that have served me for, for for the moments that I needed to carry them with me. And now I see a new way and I'm committed to making that a reality. Yeah, I hope you're inspired by some of this at some level where you can not pedestal, not judge, not criticize, 
me or anyone else, but actually use this in your own life. Whatever it is. It doesn't have to be a six-day fast, by the way. It could just be focusing on the future thought. A future thought comes through. A worry, a thinking, a planning, a fearful thought about the future. Ask yourself, okay, well, this thought's come up. Is it necessary for me to take action in this present moment now from love? Oh, yeah, it is. I can do this thing. Go and do it right now. Go and do it. So it becomes, it actually transforms the present moment. Or I can let this go. Thank you for showing up. I trust that you will return when you need to return. But right now I'm here in this moment. And this is not necessary for me right now. And let it go. And actually let it go. Okay. Lots of love. Peace out. Jay friends. Bye. Hello, 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 hello. Oh my God. What a fucking roller coaster ride this is. This is, oh my God. It's like equally one of the hardest things that I've ever done. And like, how do I explain it? Um, and equally the most fascinating thing that I've ever done. Let's, let's go with that. It's fascinating. So let me give you a little insight here that I'm starting to feel through, which I think is like, it's really cracking the code on what I'm experiencing. My body is so fatigued. Not necessarily like a fatigue, like an exhaustion fatigue, um, like I'm burnt out, nothing like that. This is a weakness. I've never experienced this level of weakness in forever. Um, so I'm feeling very weak. And what that means is even just getting out, walking from my car to, my, to the driveway, having a couple of clients, being face-to-face in the gym, walking up and down the stairs. This is fatiguing me big time. And this, this, this would never fatigue me, you know? Um, and it's such a shock to the system because I use my body so frequently that I'm not used to it. I'm really not used to being this weak. So that is the biggest change. My body is physically weak. On the flip side, and this is the biggest flip side, my brain has never felt this way ever in my entire life, ever. I've never experienced this level of clarity, this level of focus, this level of cognitive ability in my entire life. I can't say I've I had it day two. I definitely didn't have it day two. I kinda had it day three. I'm at day four right now, and oh my freaking God. Everything is brighter, everything is clearer, Cognitively, I'm so switched on. I can have conversations with people. I'm excited. Um, this is a real big shock to me. I've consumed about four two-hour podcasts around nutrition and fasting over the last four days. What I want to do is use my brain. I want to use my brain. And I'm like, and this started early on before I had this, this distinction. 
of cognitive ability. I was like, oh, I just want to lie down and watch podcasts. I just want to lie down and like consume content. And normally I don't do that. Um, I do listen to podcasts, but you know, I don't consume four two-hour podcasts in four days, basically, right? So I'm feeling bright, white-eyed. I look pretty fucking healthy. My skin is glowing. My eyes are white. Just looking at myself in the car review mirror. Like, lastly, I'll say, just on this, like, physical body weakness and brain cognitively like switched on wanting to consume content wanting to learn wanting to like have stimulating conversations like all this stuff a big a big reason for that is because there's nothing else to really do like there's nothing really else to do i probably spend an hour and a half to three hours eating and preparing food each day food's a big proponent big like it's just a big part of my life and I love preparing it I love making it I love eating it I love like buying good produce I love like I just love what food stands for nourishment of the soul of the mind and the body and I spend a lot of time doing eating prepping food I also spend a lot of time exercising and in the gym anywhere from an hour and a half to two hours a day whether it's stretching or um you know, just a strength workout. I move anywhere from 90 minutes to two hours a day. Sometimes a little bit less, sometimes in the 45-minute bracket, just depending on my schedule and how I feel. So I'm looking at an extra, let's call it three hours of food and prep, or, or maybe let's, let's, be, let's be a little bit not so generous. Let's go two hours. Two hours of food and prep and two hours of exercise. That's four hours. Four hours daily that I feel like I've just got. And the first two days were difficult to respond to that because it's like, I'm so weak, I'm so fatigued, I just want this to pass. But now, I'm like, whoa, I can utilize this. It's a roller coaster ride. I feel like I've just, um, I've just hit a new zone. Actually, funny, I walked in, so I picked up this water, uh, this awake water in, uh, I actually don't know, I'm near, the, I'm near mascot at the airport. And the guy walks in and he's like, what, why do you want the water for? And I was like, why are you being, I'm like, I'm on a six day fast. He goes, oh, that's why you look so fucking healthy. And I just started laughing. He says, what day are you on? And I said, oh, I'm on day four. He said, ah, yes, day four, bright eyed, wide open, thinking clearly. And I was like, uh, yes, you know about this? <laughs> and, uh, and yeah, he, 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 he did, he said about two years ago, he did a, um, a juice and a bone broth cleanse where set for seven days, he drank a juice in the morning, uh, water all through the day and then bone broth at night. And, and he said he experienced the same things. Like two days, first two days of shit, first like three days, like starting to come out of it. And the fourth day, totally different. So yeah, they're my insights uh, from day four. Day four, five, and six are coming. Lots of love, peeps. Catch you on the flip. Next log. Bye. Hello, Jay Franz. Checking in for day five of the six-day water fast. Um, 
not quite at five days just yet. It's 10.05 a.m. in the morning. 2 p.m. would be five days. Uh, going through the roller coaster ride again. You might hear it in my voice. Um, again, the body has become <laughs> even more weaker. And this morning, just struggling a lot. Had a bath this morning. Body was really cold. To be expected, um, the bath helped. Planned to do a stretch, like just get on the foam roller. There's no way I could do that. It's like I need to be in a body of water, like that's warm. Even standing in the shower is quite exhausting. Uh, and I don't necessarily want to do it for too long. And uh, I've made a tea. I also had some salt. I took some vitamin C this morning. Yeah, just struggling. Really, really struggling today. There's a few things that I wanted to do and planned. I'm not sure if I'm going to get to them and that's okay. I will say that I'm very much enjoying my time. Um, there's something quite unique and special when the body can't do literally I can't do not even close like I cannot do 10 squats I mean I probably can do 10 squats if I push myself and force myself but it would be exhausting and noticing that that my body itself I don't want to use shutting down because I know it's not shutting down I can feel that and if it was shutting down in an unsafe way, I would I would make different choices. And yeah, I would be open to breaking the fast. There's two real commitments here. And the first one is like, am I mentally okay during this fast? Like I, I said to myself, I'm going to break this fast. I'm going to be open to changing my decision throughout this fast. If one, I feel like I'm not mentally okay. And that hasn't happened yet. That hasn't happened. I feel like it won't happen. That's my gut feel on that. And the second one is, am I physically like not okay? And the weakness is just the weakness. I haven't like, there's no, I'm not vomiting. There's no severe stomach cramps or pains. There's no rashes that have come out of my body. There's nothing that is severe enough for me to make a different choice and stop this fast. Um, so, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna keep going. I'm looking forward to eating tomorrow, but also there's some apprehension there. The hunger has completely gone. There is there's zero hunger right now, and there was hunger yesterday, but today there is. It just feels like there's no hunger at all but i'm at another level of weakness in the body so uh yeah i i'm gonna do some journaling uh, i'm gonna read and that pretty much feels like it i've got the fire going which is really nice i've made some tea and i'm just lying on the lounge and resting and this is this is pretty much what a six-day fast looks like. Like, I highly, I, I, I do not recommend anyone doing a six-day fast and trying to carry on their normal life. Not a 
chance. Not a chance. I understand why people go to retreats uh, and it's professionally organized and the space to do nothing. I understand why there's body workers. My body's been really sore the whole time. One, because I haven't moved. I haven't moved it. And two, it's going through an internal detoxification. So I know the aches and the pains and the joint soreness is all to be expected on the six-day fast. But it makes sense to be in a in a space um, that can serve how I feel. And I am in a space that can serve how I feel. And this is why I've structured this way in a cabin in the Blue Mountains. Um, yeah, so that's it going I feel like I'm going good but I'm feeling fully fatigued and I'm just waking up to the fact that wow I've never ever experienced this in my body before and it's interesting that I'm so conscious of the thoughts that are in my mind and I can really pay attention to these thoughts as a outside observer which is very interesting there's something happening that I can't explain where the body is in its own somber lull but the mind is somewhat quite clear and cognitively okay. In fact, in fact, like cognitively enhanced. So that's me. Um, lots of love, peeps. Thanks for listening. Thanks for being on this journey if you're here. And I'll, I'll, uh, I'll chat to you soon. We're almost there, you know, got just under a day left. Peace. Bye. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, I'm probably, what am I, 10, 11, 12, 1, yeah, I'm about three and a half hours out from ending this six-day water fast, oh, <laughs> okay, currently 10.15 a.m. in the morning, all in all, some key findings around the six-day water fast. One, I the only time I would really want to do this again, I would do five days. I felt like five days was the perfect amount. First and second day, first day wasn't that hard. Second day was hard. Third day was the hardest. Fourth day was the best. Fifth day, I felt like it was ready to end. Um, so I would do five days instead of six. And to be honest, I wouldn't just do a straight water fast again. I would, um, I would do a supported fast with some more teas, some more herbal teas, uh, some more vitamins and minerals. And I would include good quality bone broth. And I would also do some fresh juices in the morning, some vegetable and uh, fruit juice in the morning. And that would be my, be my preferred way to fast. I just, I don't have any chronic health conditions, you know, um, I'm healthy and it's been such a change to have no food in the system. So I would do a supported fast and the only other time that I would do a longer fast, maybe like a seven or a 10 day fast is if I was in a retreat center or a special clinic or overseas and in a different location. The cabin has been amazing, like absolutely amazing. It's been so nice to leave home, come here, have my own space and solitude, 
create a fire, drink tea, you know, pot around, have baths, read books. It's been a beautiful process. I've suffered with sleep. The sleep hasn't really been good throughout the whole time. And it feels like it's been light, it's been short. And then I wake up knowing that I haven't had a lot of sleep and it hasn't felt like good quality, but I'm, my mind is on. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of, I don't need, I don't need the amount of sleep that I would normally need. So sleep's been a big one. The second one is bone soreness and muscle soreness. I haven't really moved for like six days and that's, compl- that's very, very, very rare for me to not move. I move every day. I stretch every day. I, I, like I'll do some form of movement every single day and that's my healing modality. You know, that's my way to get back into the body and, and feel alive again and, and create from that space. But I haven't been able to do that. So it's felt very foreign to me. So my body is sore just from not moving. And I also know my body is completely detoxifying. So it's to be expected that the joints are sore. Um, and my body is in a state of repair and rest. My skin condition, psoriasis, has also pretty much fully cleared up on my feet. I didn't have a lot to start off with. I've been keeping that in check with my diet. And yeah, it's, it's anything that's there is practically gone. It's only a couple little dots on the back of my heel, but that's it. Skin feels good. Um, eyes feel a bit drawn and tired. Look, it's been one of the fucking most challenging things I've ever done. It really has. <laughs> it's not like I'm, I'm recommending, you know, six-day water fast to everyone. In fact, I really encourage to take these things with care and to be very intentional if you're doing some sort of fast because it's no joke. It is no joke. Like no food for six days. All right. I want to talk about five major like personal reflections that I've had and insights that I've had um, that are deepening my connection to myself. One, I've had this profound insight around nourishment and food. One thing that this fast has made me do is appreciate food and appreciate what food has the capacity to do for our bodies for my body, for true nourishment. You know, my body is not just some garbage bin or sulo bin or compost that I just, you know, have this transactional relationship with food. That's that's not it. Food is love. Food is nourishment. Food is vitality. Food is energy. And I'm really excited to be more in the kitchen and prepare my food and love it like, like no other. And I've got this newfound sense of gratitude for for food and how it directly directly supports my life and going on a six-day water fast where food is not available i've made the commitment it puts me in a huge state of gratitude and also noticing how food is everywhere it's every single where at our fingertips when we want it we can have it we don't even have to move for it we can just type some shit on our phone and it's at our door 
I mean, it's kind of sad. And yes, it's convenient, but it's also kind of sad. It breeds this constant impulse and overconsumption of food, in my opinion. And I've also experienced it. The second biggest insight for me has been movement. I just appreciate the fact that I can move my body. I can't wait to get back into the gym. I know it's going to take some time. But I really admire and respect my body. That it can do wonderful things. That I can build muscle. That I can get more flexible. That I can take my joints through ranges of motion and they can get better, more supple, more agile. I just, I'm gobsmacked that how, how important movement plays in my life. So I'm so grateful to move. The third thing is I want to create, I want to create a program, a transformational process where people can actually come in, do a cleanse, purify their body and really look at all their different behaviors in life. And then from there, go and create and, and actually manifest the dreams that they desire in their life. And I want to help and support people through that so they can actually move towards the highest potential. Now, I think a big part of that is to cleanse. And something that, I've, that came up, I started actually writing out this program, you know, writing out like where, who can I work with, you know, that's, that's leading in this field or that can support people in this detox, but then how can I actually show up for the coaching and be with, their, be with people in that space? And all this doubt came up. And doubt is, is in my Gene Keys chart. And I noticed that so much of my life, doubt has come up that I'm not certified, that I'm not you know, educated enough, that I don't have the credentials, that I'm not like that other person. There's been a lot of doubt and that stopped me from leading. And I had this profound realization that I can still lead even if I feel doubt. I'm going to say that again. I can still lead even if I feel doubt. You can still lead even if you feel doubt. And to me, that was really important. The fourth, and this is kind of left field. I don't know where this came from, um, but it's just been guided for me in this way. My dad has this... My dad has had a book in his office called The Seven Sacred Prayers. And I'm like, I don't know where he picked this up, but some some part of my gut just said, pick this book up. Anyway, I picked it up, didn't do anything with it, stayed on my desk for a while. And before I left to the cabin, I thought, what book should I, you know, I've got a few books, but what book do I, it's calling me right now in this moment. And I saw the sacred, the seven sacred prayers. And I thought, oh, okay, I'll take that book. I started reading out some of these prayers and I started moving into a space of gratitude for life and me that I've never stepped into. And I started saying these little prayers, just like not just from the book, but just prayers. Like when I was in the bathtub, it was praying for me and my life. And it was being so thankful for what I've got. It was also praying for mother nature. I was also praying for people that I love around me, for my family, for my friends. I was also just like really choosing to open up my heart and not shut down in judgment and not, and not 
and not close off to anger, frustration. So I started praying and I think prayer for me is, is going to be a important modality. Um, just an important way to connect with me and my and the universe. So prayer is the fourth one. And the fifth one is being alone. I've absolutely loved this process. Um, you know, I know that we have an aloneness epidemic. And I get that. I think that really comes from the suffering that is happening inside of our mind and our bodies when it comes to the fear of being alone. But this alone experience has been very different because it was intentional for me. And I created the space and I set the intention and I've loved being alone in my own space. It's been beautiful. Just to recap, one, nourishment, so grateful for food. Can't wait to get more into the kitchen and share nutrition and and actually study in this area so I can pass this forward. Four, I mean, sorry, two, movement. I'm just so grateful that I can move my body. Three, I can still lead even if I feel doubt. Four, prayer is sacred. Five, being alone intentional has been amazing. Hey folks, that's it. Thanks so much. Uh, It's been a fucking wild ride. One of the hardest, most unique, most insightful experiences I've ever had in my life. I hope you've taken something from it. I hope you can think differently from my words and my experiences and make a positive change in your life. Lots of love. Peace out. Bye.